Hello and welcome in, what are you doing, to another episode of Farm to Fame. I'm Kelsey Wingert, trying to figure out what Peter Moylan is currently doing. We Working got- on my framing. Okay, got it. Uh, that might not come in handy if they get the electronic umpire soon. But you know, anyway. what's, you know what's crazy? I was just thinking that exact same thing. I'm here spending all this time working on my framing, and in two years' time, I'm not even going to need it. So I'm going to just start. I've made start working on my hitting. Time. We're spending all this time. Just, Maddie Mass, what what are you thinking about Peter working on his uh, framing down there? Keep it up. You have the mass to throw the gas, Maddie Mass. Ooh, didn't know what we signed up for today. We're getting some. Was it bars? That's a t-shirt. Bars. That's a Anyway, this is our uh, third mini episode. We are covering to pick uh, to pick off. I'm in baseball. Mode. You're working on your pick off. I'm working on my frame. We're fine. <laughs> to kick, off, kick off our podcast, Farm to Fame. We're going to be coming with some full length episodes next. Today's episode, I'm excited about. We're covering the Vandy Boys, where if mm. you have logged on to Twitter, you've heard about them. We got Kumar Rocker, Jack Leiter, both right handed pitchers out of Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Man, we were just talking. Might see those two, those guys go one and two in the draft this year. Um, Pirates have the first pick of the draft in July, followed by the Rangers, Tigers, and Red Sox. Peter, never have teammates been the top two picks. No, one and three a couple of times. One and okay. three a couple of times, but never, never one and two. I didn't realize the Pirates had the first pick. I should have probably looked that up. They'll probably just end up trading them anyway. So whoever they pick up, I'll just... Yeah, Pirate, Pirates going number one, baby. Pirates, they had Cole too. Yeah. Hey, can you name um, the last time it happened where teammates went one and three overall? Yeah. Okay. 2003, Barrett Cole. 2003? Yeah. No, is it? Yeah. 2003, 2011? Sure, Bauer isn't that old. 2011. Yeah. But you're right with the names, and that's what that's what counts. Garrett Cole, number one to the Pirates. Trevor Bauer, number three to the Diamondbacks. You know, you know the worst thing about that is? No. Tell look me. at my notes. Look at, look at my notes, sir. Is that all you got for this episode, Peter? No, and this. Oh. <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> you yeah, got just, 2003 in there? I got 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I just wasn't sure where we got the 03 from, but it's fine. Um, Look, I've been there. taking so many notes. It's just, it's just all running together now. You know, I keep talking <laughs> about my, my notes. So yeah. uh, it'd be really cool if they can go one or two. Yeah, uh, they're getting closer to doing that. Uh, they're both having incredible seasons so far. Let's start talking about Kumar Rocker, uh, 21 years old. This dude is an absolute unit yeah uh six five two fifty mm-hmm. he's a junior his dad played 24 games in the nfl as a defensive tackle played college football at auburn kumar also played uh, he played a little bit of football growing up too yeah yep he's yeah. ranked currently ranked the number one overall draft prospect so far this season six and oh point seven three era and six starts talk to me about him pete the thing that impresses me the most about these guys both, but we're talking about Rocker right now, is just their stuff. Quite frankly, two of the best pitchers I've ever seen come out of college. And I've I got to be honest, I didn't pay a lot of attention to college baseball while I was playing. Busy, obviously, playing, but 
I'm, I'm obsessed with these two guys. And yeah. it's, not, it's not like this is the first time the Vanderbilt has produced some pitches. Obviously, there's the history of it. They've got the Price and Mike Miner and Sonny Gray and Kyle Wright, and the list goes on and on and on. But what they're doing this year as teammates, I don't think's ever happened before. No, it hasn't. And the thing that I think I like most about Kumar is uh, what he's done in the postseason uh, and what, what he's doing in those games that, that really count. Um, right. 2019, he was the College World Series most outstanding player. He went 2-0 with a 146 ERA in Omaha. And mm-hmm. then he threw that 19, was it 19 or 16? 19K? No, no. And the Super Regional versus Duke. Um, it was the first no-hitter in Super Regional history. It was the first Vandy no-hitter since 1971. And like you said, you think about the pitchers who have come through, who you listed off there. You got Price, you got Bueller, you got Gray. So he has, he's shoved in the postseason when everything's on the line. Uh, Career stats at Vandy through three seasons, 253 ERA. He's been good. He's been really freaking good. Powerful fastball. It's not like he's not picking at the right time either. I mean, the, the pair of them are just having years for the ages. It's... Didn't in that no hitter? Didn't what was the timeout thing that I'd seen replayed a few times over the socials where Duke tried to maybe ice the kicker or something there where you have to that they called like a long timeout and, and he's just standing there on the mound just just didn't didn't break for a second and got back in there and finished the no hitter and then he came off the mound and he was yeah call another timeout or call another, I I couldn't work it out I need to go see that. Maddie, you got anything uh, for me? Do you know why they were able to do an extended timeout during the middle of a, a, a baseball game? I, I don't know why. I, I know what you're referring to. Okay. Um, I'm also going to look it up to why they could do that. Thank you. Because that, that didn't make any sense to me. Why you can, while the guy's on a roll in the middle of a no-hitter, you can just go ahead and say, excuse me, timeout, here's my red flag. I'm going to challenge this play or, or whatever, whatever happened. But college has got some different rules. Something Tim Corbin said about Kumar is that he's a competitor, that that mm-hmm. dude just like loves to compete. So maybe that fueled him up a little bit, but you got something, Matt? Matty Mass? Yeah. In college, they have what's called an offensive conference, which is basically just a timeout uh, that can be taken. And yeah, it was an attempt to ice Kumar and obviously didn't, didn't work. Let's nice try. Try again. I don't um, like that. Just for the record, can we write that down? Maddie, make make a note. If you're making notes, I don't like noted. that rule. Thank mm, you. Got okay. it. Okay, I'm not writing it. Are you? Got it, Maddie. Got it. Okay. Um. So yeah, Kumar, like we said, absolute unit. Three seasons at Vandy. He's expected to go number one overall, but that might change because of his teammate Jack Leiter. Jack is uh, not as much of a unit. He's like a medium unit. Um, his quads, he said it weighs 195. I think each quad weighs 195 pounds. Have you seen his ah, quads? No. <laughs> oh, Got some nice quads on him? Good quads. Big yeah. quad guy, Peter Moyland. Noted. Huge quad. Um, yeah. So you'll his... note that, but you won't note that I don't like the time out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. End of the quads. Yeah. Um, who's his dad? Yeah. You know his dad? No idea. Al Leiter. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> That's all everyone's talking about. Yeah, I was trying, I was trying to pick you up there because I was like, does he really know? <laughs> okay. No, I've seen all, all the right. footage of, of Al Leiter's no-hitter and then Jack Leiter's no-hitter and the comparison of the two sort of mirrored against each other, whereas one's lefty, yeah. one's righty, and they've got the same sort of mechanics. It's it's pretty amazing stuff, honestly. But you hear you hear Al talk about pitching and, and growing up as that as your old man, I, I, I can see 
I can see where he gets his poise from. I can see where he gets his ability from, obviously. Um, but I feel like he's a guy that gets everything out of his mechanics too. Um, mm -hmm. A buddy of mine was actually at the Mizzou game when he just like a couple of days ago or last yeah. week or whatever. So when he's in the midst of sixteen straight hitless innings right now. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, my my buddy and his was, first two SEC starts, which is right. notable. My buddy was at the Mizzou game and he just texted me and he said he is legitimately Walker Bueller right now. Ooh. So, so that's, I mean, I, if I had the number one pick in the draft right now, I do not know who I would pick. And if you had to make me choose, I, I don't. Yeah. Sharpie to your know. head. Who are you going with? I, I think, I think I'm taking Jack. I think I honestly think I, I just because mm. I just, Sorry, think, Kumar. I just think he's, he's, he's closer to, to being, Ready. I think Kumar has a little bit. Kumar's got two pitches, right? He's working on a cutter. He's got a change up that he throws occasionally. But I think pitchability and and I think someone who could probably now. One thing that I do think about is that they're facing college hitters, right? Yeah. Is there going to be? And you can look at the stuff. You know, obviously, big league hitters are going to adjust to stuff way quicker than these guys in college would. So, I guess it just comes down to build and and you know if you think either one of them is going to break down at, at all but i think i just think that the jack's just got the whole package going right now it's just it's it's been really impressive to watch him do what he, what he does and, and it's i i mean i've watched guys at the big league level for years and years and, and it's he i'm honestly impressed i i'm legitimately impressed well do you see the quote from uh tim corbin he was on i think he was on I heat Tim Corbin is the head coach at Vanderbilt for those of you who might not know, but his quote was the fastball is what separates him. You can put a velo number on it, whether it's 95, 96 mile per hour, but you've seen it in the past, whether it's Roger Clemens or Kurt Schilling, they have a fastball that just jumps up on the hitter and his does. He gets good extension to the baseball. He uses his legs very well. Peter loves quads. his quads Quad guy. Um, and he uses his body really well, which is another reason why you might give a kid a longer leash. The reason he mentions the leash, first of all, so far on the season, lighter. What? Is he a big dog guy? Big dog guy? Maybe. He said the reason he mentioned that's a joke. Oh, just, sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I missed that one. Just. I'll get you next time. I'll pick you okay. up. I'm sorry. I'm Appreciate sorry. It. That was a good one. That was a good I one. I told you, I'm not here for my smarts. I'm here for my personality and humor. And I apologize. I just missed. I brought so. you down. I brought you down. I'm We're sorry. three in. We're going to get better. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, so far this season, he likes dogs. He's 6 0 with a 0.25 ERA, 59 strikeouts, and 13 walks and six starts. It's only allowed one run so far, but the. Oh, what? One run. Yeah. The reason we're mentioning the dog leash is because he had just thrown a 16 strikeout no hitter versus South Carolina um, on March 20th, mm. but he threw 124 pitches in that start. He followed that start in the game Peter was talking about versus Mizzou. He was pulled in the middle of another no-no. Mm -hmm. He had 10 strikeouts. He had, he was at 101 pitches. I read an article that said that, you know, he and Corbin had a good friendly discussion in the eighth when he got pulled. But uh, I mean, Peter, that's, that's a tough decision. I mean, you have a guy who just threw 124, he's at 101 as a chance for back-to-back no-nos. Right. 
I think I think as long as the game was in control, um, you know, if it wasn't a one-run game and, and he's your best option, I think I think for the safety of his career um, potential. Having said that, these guys are throwing once a week, right? It's mm -hmm. not like a, it's a five-day rotation. So I think that's why they get a little bit more of a leash too. But yeah, I, I just think it was it was a smart decision to 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 not allow him to go. Uh, if he goes two more innings, you know, you're looking at potentially 125, 130 pitches again in back-to-back -back starts. Um, coming off a COVID-shortened year, um, you know, that's probably factoring into it as well. Uh, but he's a horse. Everything I've read about him, he talks about the, his work ethic. He gets after it in the weight room. He gets after it when he's working out. He gets after it when he's when he's throwing bullpens. Everything that he does is is with a purpose. Yeah, I think he's my number one pick. So are you? You're pulling him there too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you answered number one pick right now. Sharpie to your head would be Jack Leiter. I honestly think so. How I don't much? I think you can miss though. I don't think you can miss. Yeah. Without... Yeah. And I don't know. What I don't know, I haven't obviously watched every single college player that's that's available in the draft this year, so I don't know if there's anything better out there to go in between them. You know, that's what makes this so exciting these days is that is that you know you have a list of, of guys that that may have been prospects or may have been on your college team when they left, but depending on how hard they've worked during quarantine, they may have jumped a few spots in the in the top 100 college baseball players yeah. just based on what they did while they were stuck at home. So. That's what makes this draft very interesting also is we, we don't know everybody that's out there, but I'm sure teams do. You know, when, when you draft a high schooler, uh, you know that the team's kind of more in it for the for a long term. You got to work with them a little bit more when they're coming out of high school. When they're coming out of college, you might see them a little bit quicker. So how much more advanced not only are these college guys, but guys who are playing in the SEC and playing at, at Vandy where you're facing, I mean, you're facing the top talent in, in college baseball. I think a lot of it has to do with the programs. It pains me to say this, but I think the college game was ahead of the MLB game when it came to analytics and pitch design and slow motion cameras. And I think Major League Baseball's learned a lot from these college programs. So especially when guys would come out of college and then they'd hit they'd hit Major League Baseball and it would kind of be they'd be looking for what they had in college. So um, and you see you see guys like Kyle Bodie from Driveline getting a job at Cincinnati and and you know this is this is the new era and I think I think the change in having to get developed in the minor leagues before you come up to the big leagues. Yeah. We talked about it before. That's, that's no longer happening. If you're good enough, you're going to get a chance to prove that you're good enough and you're going to get a shot. I, I just think the game's getting younger and, and I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to see what kind of talent we're going to get from these guys. Well, I mean, if you haven't been paying attention to these two guys start pirates and Rangers fans too. I mean, you guys, you guys better, better, look at what you might be getting. Cause I think the Rangers got second pick, right? Yeah. Pirates, Rangers, Tigers, Red Sox, one, two, three, four. Um, so again, never have teammates been the top two picks in a draft rocker and lighter have a chance to do it. They are tearing it up this season so far and they are must watch baseball. And if you aren't getting the games, you better check those final lines after the game, because these two guys are exciting to watch. We'll probably be talking about them a lot more as we get closer to the draft Curious who you guys would take right now, number one overall. You can tweet at us, right? Social I'm, media drop. I'm unavailable, so make sure that they know that. Okay. Peter Moylan is unavailable, cannot be your first overall pick. Your only two options, as much as this um, will sadden you guys to hear me say, has to be Kumar Rocker or Jack Leiter. Uh, Peter Moylan, not an option. Twitter handle is, what is it, Maddie Mass? At farm to fame 
underscore because somebody took the uh, other handle. Can't get it from them. They they took it on both Twitter and Instagram. Handle tough. taken and zero posts combined. Tough, tough, tough. tough. Uh, you got a fun question for us or anything? Yeah, fun question of the day. Hmm. We referenced <laughs> Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer being the last one three pick from the same school. If we had to assign Kumar and Jack to those two, who fits what person? Ah, Peter. I would say Kumar's, Kumar's your call. And yeah, Jack, Jack's definitely your Bauer. But I, I, uh, I don't think anyone's like Bauer. Bauer's a, <laughs> Bauer's, Bauer's a man, a man on his own planet. And I, not, He's pitching I'm, with one eye closed right now. I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I'm saying that as a, as a great thing because I think he's he's been absolutely fantastic for the game. And I, I have more power to him to be himself. Yeah, he's been doing that. And then he's like, he's showing yeah. them. And he punched him out with one eye. Yeah. And he went like this too. I don't know if you saw that last pitch. He, he told him his fastball was yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. That dude. That dude, man. All righty. So that is uh, Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiterby looking out for them. Uh, tweeted us who y'all would take number one overall uh, without Peter Moreland being the answer. Mm. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Our next episode, Peter, Maddie Mass, is going to be our first full Farm to Fame episode. Ooh. Very excited. Very excited for that. Thank you guys for joining us on these three. It has been fun. We cannot wait to get started. <laughs>